0: Blog talk radio.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Astrologer Bill Attride radio show. This is the first show for 2018. It's January 13th, and I want to welcome you all here to talk about the year ahead. And uh, the title of the show, of course, is The New Year, Whence, Where, and Whither. And I have some of those words because I'm asking us, you know, wh- whence have we come, where, what was happening last year and in years past before that, I suppose. And certainly, where are we now? Where do we find ourselves in the present circumstances of our lives, both um, as individuals and in terms of our communities and, and, and other larger organizations? And then, and whither are we going? Where, where is this all taking us? What, what's out there in the future? And of course, astrology is all about cycles and timing and energies. Uh, and of course, we're all born at a certain moment, and that begins the clock ticking in our lives in terms of the unfoldment of our potentials. And the same is true of any anything that begins, whether it be the beginning of, a, of an enterprise, a company, or of a country, and, and various other things. They all can have these um, indications as to what the nature of that entity is, as well as how might it unfold and As we are all sort of living in a chart uh, and every day, every moment, the planets are moving around and causing these energies, what I like to call sort of astrological weather, I guess you'd call it, that is true for all of us as a whole. And that's what we look at first is what we call these transits to transits of planets aligning up with one another out there in the heavens and setting up certain energy formations that we experience and elicit certain responses from us depending upon our our Intellectual, moral, and spiritual development—how we handle these things—and then we can look individually uh, or collectively within a large organization at how various planetary alignments to the particular planets in those charts of that person or group or, or company or country or what have you, how that is influencing them in particular. So, um, sort of two ways of looking at things—things things that are general for all but we all respond to that differently. Uh, and then transits that are happening to a particular chart that is more individualized, as it were. Um, so what I would want to do first is just help us, again, look back at what happened and where we are now, what's coming. Uh, of course, all of you are, are already holding on on the line here to ask me questions, and I'm ready for those questions. But I just want to briefly review part of what I did in the blog already, though I'm still writing the blog I have done uh, where, whence and where, and I am wor- have worked on and probably going to publish pretty soon with her. Um, we're looking at past, present, and future. And then as, as, as before, as I did last year for 2017, I'm also going to take a look at the USA chart and also the President's chart, Donald Trump's chart, to see what other indications are there. And I don't know if we'll get to all of that today. Uh, There's a lot of ground to cover, obviously, but if we do, fine, and if we don't, we'll pick it up in the next uh, episode, because I'm hoping to do these shows more frequently, not so much once a month, but maybe every few weeks or or maybe a couple of times a month is what I would hope to be doing in this new year. Um, So as before, uh, when I turn to the phones, you can ask any question you want. If you want to talk about yourself uh, and you have, therefore, hopefully for me, at least your birth date and place, and hopefully your time and then I can answer your particular question or you may have a question about what we talk about today or what I didn't bring up today so so with that in mind let's take a look at where we've come from uh, you know the whence uh, and then where we are and where we're going um, and I said as I said in the blog and I've, I've talked about for a while now we've been on un- ongoing in for many years now this this um, this alignment of energies of the planets Uranus and Pluto one to another um, that have been uh, working their way around and now are beginning actually to separate. And so this sort of this last year in 17 was the last year you could truly argue that Uranus and Pluto were still squaring each other, still causing this tension between uh, the energies of individualizing and freedom of freer mind and the energies of will and power and control um, but certainly uh, that's something we still could see happening in various aspects of our life regardless, but it certainly is a, as a, as a sort of something that was elicited by these alignments. It really has been the theme mostly from 2010 through 2016 into 17, because what happens this year is the planet Uranus now begins to move out of that sign of Aries, out of a cardinal sign into an Earth sign, a fixed sign of Taurus, and so it's now coming further and further away from the alignment to Pluto, and therefore that that particular aspect will begin to wane or, or no longer be in evidence. But what remains true, and is this long-term process from 2008 all the way to 2024, um, we have um, the. the planet pluto moving through capricorn which is i've gone in many shows and many writings talked about how looking back historically in the 1700s and the 1500s and before each time pluto does this moves to the sign of institutions of structures of our life and world that we count on preserving protecting and passing on our civilization and our way of life whenever pluto goes through capricorn the world is shook it gets taken down gets disrupted things fall apart, people are running it every which way because the world isn't no longer working the way it's supposed to, because it's the world is ending as we know it, which means equally we should be all looking around immediately for the world that's coming, because it is coming. Uh, And in that regard of this transition between one world and the next, we all need to find those things that carry us through that, that time of transition, anchoring us in terms of our belief systems, our values, our spiritual principles, Which really never change. If we look at the ancient teachings and look at all true esoteric or heart teachings of all religions and in all great philosophical systems, they all say the same thing. And so it's not really rocket science to figure out what one should do or how one should be guided if one is of any kind of level of spiritual development. The answers are already out there. We just have to remind ourselves what they are and then practice them, of course, most importantly. Um, Again, we all may make judgments as to what people are doing as things get more and more out of alignment and things fall apart. There are people who seem to be egging that on and contributing from the left and right to destruction And they play a role. Everybody plays their role on this great uh, evolution of human spirit and culture. And sometimes there is a need for catabolic forces and destroyers who take apart things and challenge things that have outlived their usefulness. They play a role, but obviously many times go way too far. Likewise, there are people who are preservers seeking to continue and maintain structures, institutions, life ways, customs and patterns. And they serve a role because much that was achieved should be preserved and maintained and passed on, of course. And then there are those who are at the at the leading edge, you say, the ones who see the future coming, who are bringing the future in the leading lights and heralds of the the new dawn. And they're playing a role. So everybody's playing their role here between being an agent of construction or destruction of love or of fear But each of us must find our own place in this and and understand what we stand for uh, in terms of hopefully being guided by eternal truths and lasting values so that we build a better world out of the ashes of this one. Um, So we're we're at this very important time. Um, It's such a privilege to be on the planet now speaking about these eternal values that, again, have held up as a beacon throughout all times and all cultures, especially when trouble is upon us and the world is changing. We need things that remind us some things never change, will never change, because they are eternal in terms of spiritual truth. So that, that brings us into the question, well, well, where are we now? We know what we've come to. We saw what's been happening in the world. What can we expect in the year ahead? What are the significant changes, if you will, in the astrological weather? Well, One of them, of course, just happened in December. The planet Saturn moved from the sign of Sagittarius into the sign of Capricorn, where it will remain to the end of 2020. Um, and, And so we could look back at any time and say, usually when we look back, it makes sense. So Saturn and Sagittarius for the last two and a half years, well, that's the test of truth. And I think many, if not most of us would agree that certainly the issue in the last two and a half years was what is truth? Who has it, and and what what does it mean, and how do we define that? And so we were struggling with questions about truth, and 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 uh, and untruth or lies, uh, and and vir- versions of reality. And so it was quite a struggle in those realms, those ideal realms that are fire. But now Saturn has moved into its own sign, into an Earth sign, and Earth is all about bringing those visions and dreams and aspirations of Aries now into Taurus or of Leo's into the sign of Virgo and here's Sagittarius into Capricorn. The purpose of earth is to make it real. It is to say it's fine and great to shout about your ideals and truths and beliefs, but do they work? Do you live the truth? Do you embody the truth is the question of Capricorn. Capricorn is the test of responsibility. We're all here to be fulfilled. In order to do that, though, each of us must create a structure and systems in the world that ultimately have as their basic sort of uh, foundation that we're here to fulfill one another, that anyone's fulfillment should not come at the expense of another, that we should all be trying to do this together and build one another up and achieve ever greater self-fulfillment. And our purpose here is to be fulfilled. Um, And so this is the purpose of Saturn moving through Capricorn is for us to face now this challenge of Earth, of have you made real? Are you living and being your truth? Now, it is also true that when Saturn goes through certain signs, it has a particular effect upon various entities more than others. Obviously, all those Capricorns are all put on notice now. This is your planet in your sign. It's going to be a serious couple of years here. But that could be wonderful. And of course, it means do the responsible thing. That doesn't mean always doing more. (laughs) It often means, wait a minute, i got to delegate things better. I've taken on too much. I might think, I've got to do this. This is my duty. This is my purpose. And by putting more and more on me, I'm heading for a fall. I'm going to fail. And by easing the burden and delegating things and managing things, well, that's being actually more responsible similarly for larger organizations or entities like a country like the U.S. of A, Saturn going through Capricorn has a particular sort of resonance in our chart, that being because we are a Cancer, the opposite sign. That's where our Sun is. And even more especially, the planets Venus and Jupiter are both placed early in the sign of Cancer. Now, Venus is called the lesser benefic and Jupiter is the greater benefic. And in the U.S. Sage chart, They're held together in the sign of cancer. And so is that we are a very blessed realm, a very blessed country, because what? Because we're generous. People will look to this as a blessed land because of our generosity of spirit. And that will always be true. But when Saturn goes over a planet, it tests it. And especially the opposition brings in a great challenge. And it is historically true, looking back at the last several times that Saturn went through Capricorn, those being 1988 to 91 and then 1959 to 1962 and then most ominously 1929 to 1932 each of these periods in that when that when saturn was in capricorn the usa was experiencing tremendous economic challenges and financial uh upheavals and we had recessions and worse of course the great depression during that period um and so it would be wise for those who are marshalling and protecting their resources and values and trying to maintain a certain life or lifestyle or, or maintain their businesses or their families or what have you to realize that whatever has been the, the order of things up until late may be changing. The winds are changing, and one might want to be more careful or cautious, not feel fearful, of course, but usually when Saturn goes through Capricorn to the U.S.'s chart, the excesses are pulled out of the system, and if people have been living beyond bounds or beyond reason, then they're, we're brought to an abrupt halt. Um, so it is very likely that in the next couple of years there will be a, a hiccup, if you will, economically, a challenge, and often these challenges thrown down in the economic realm of because basically what drives markets uh, is human nature people always analyze well the market went up because of this news or because that company reported those earnings and it's all fine but it's sort of the noise the real driver of markets is what well it's a market of humans and what drives the human story uh, is the question of our faith and our fear and when we believe that things will get better for the most part, they will. <laughs> and when, we, when fear takes hold, no matter how reasonable we try to be, there's no stopping it. And so this is a time when we'll be dealing with that in our world. And so it's be, it'd be a time for people to take note of this and be protective of their resources as best they can be. What's also interesting about the period we're moving into is not only has Saturn moved into Earth, but in May, the planet Uranus also moves into Earth. It moves into Taurus. Um, and so that indicates that for the last seven years, we've had this this energy, which is what Uranus is about new ideas and new techniques working through the realm of ideals and idealization. Now it has to like Saturn going into Capricorn, Uranus going into Taurus says now we've got to bring these energizing influences, individualizing influences into the realm of value. And so there'll be great transformations of values and breaking down of old values and the repurposing of old values is what this is for. And so wonderful changes can ensue from this in terms of letting go of what doesn't work or finding a new way of applying a certain value. But it does lead to also upheavals and and breakdowns uh, in value systems. And again, that implies a lot more upheaval is in our future coming up here. The last time this happened happened was 1935 to 42. And before that, preceding the Civil War, it was 1851 to 59. So again, these periods denote some upheavals in the world of value and our uh, attachments and affections for one another, which is what value really is about. And the opportunity to grow there will be extraordinary, but it also will be rather disruptive. And then the major Alignment of the year, not planets moving from sign to sign, but in relationship to one another, will be that this coming year we will next reach the next major turning of a very powerful uh, planetary uh, uh, process, the alignments of Uranus and Neptune with one another. Um, Uranus, again, is the planet that holds the energy of individuation, of individualizing energies of what I call our, our freer minds. And Neptune is the principle that rules, um, you might say, the connectivity of everything one to another or unconditional universal love. And so we see this as being sort of a tension set up um, by their relationship to one another of how we're doing in our a need to keep articulating and integrating our our need to be individuals and our needs to be parts of communities, our needs to be freer in our minds and thinking, while also Havening and deepening our unconditional love, it becomes seen often in the world as a struggle between reason and faith or, or religion and science. Um, and so these great forces, which are basically or principles, which are looking at the same thing, reality, and trying to understand it, need to be in agreement, but often come into conflict with one another. Well, their last conjunction prior to the one we're in was back in the 1820s. Uh, And that was a time when there was a whole new uh, after the, the fall of Napoleon, the rise of Romantic movements, the rise of communist and capitalistic movements in the world. We went on that ride from the 1820s to the late 1980s. And then Uranus and Neptune came into alignment again and a new ordering of these two principles of individuality and communality are now playing out in the world. We don't know what to call it yet. We'll look back and maybe find names for it, but we're reaching a point now where these two have come into a critical alignment with each other. And so the forces of freedom independence, which can at times be anarchic and selfish, are pushing, pulling one way, unbalancing then its relationship with the communal forces and loving forces of trying to bind us together as one. And so we find our communities fragmenting and being split from one another as a result of this and people unmoored by these things then look for things to then identify with that can then make them feel like they're connected that might be more simplistic or throwbacks like people going into these movements now of becoming more tribal and and identifying with, as I said, blood and soil rather than with spiritually high ideals are challenging our spiritual growth and development. And so this is a time where we each are faced with this struggle between Um, being free and yet being part of something larger and how can we do this how do we how do we remain one and yet also one of a kind is the issue that is being represented to us it's always present but very clearly articulated in this year of 2018. then we need to consider, well, well, where are we all going then? Where is this all headed? Um, as I say, whither are we headed? Um, and, and certainly what we'll find now, there are many things that are remaining in place. That Saturn is now moved into Capricorn. It will remain there till 2020. Uranus, which goes into Taurus in May 2018, stays there all the way till 2026. And also Pluto still being in Capricorn to 2024 means that we have all this earthly elemental energy now present in our lives for the next couple of years. Um, So I would say that for all of us, this is a time where uh, our, our need to be idealistic and theoretical is over. And what we need now is to realize that we need to draw down the spirit and live these truths out in a more integral and integrated and a holistic manner on our planet. As I said, Pluto continues to move through Capricorn, pummeling and transforming all our institutions and helping us to realize that though we think the problem is out there, it's really in every person's heart and soul and mind That's where spiritual rebirth will come, and then it flows out and re-informs all those institutions. The problem isn't in government. It's not in religion. It's not in the economic structures. It's not in the educational system. Yes, they're all in trouble, but why are they in trouble? Because the spirit has left them, and the spirit is only found in each individual human heart and then a collectivity of humans. Who then reinfuse their life ways, their patterns, their families, their communities, and their institutions with this newfound or renewed spirit. That is what we are called to do now. Meanwhile, Neptune's in its own sign of Pisces for the first time since the 1840s into the early 1860s. And because of this, the veil between worlds is much thinner now. There is much more reporting of people seeing things and hearing things and being able to sort of look beyond the veil of this physical world and see other realms. And this is a wonderful time for creativity and spiritual awakening for everyone. But because these planes of existence are thinner now, that also opens us up to the lower realms in the astral plane and other planes where things are rather can be seen to be rather inspirational but actually there are they offer false visions and can cause great confusion if not lead to despair and nightmares because of what is encountered out there it is very important for all of us to stay remain centered and not get too caught up in in projections and imaginations and fantasies that are leading us down false pathways. It is better to have a small dose of wisdom and no psychic ability than to be very psychic and have no wisdom. And meanwhile, Uranus, yes, will remain in Taurus now till 2026. And so we're going to find all these reality structures being restructured as Uranus goes through that sign meanwhile jupiter also for this year is now in scorpio it's in water like the neptune but will enter sagittarius in 2018 and then finally enter capricorn in 2019 and all looking out ahead here it's in 2020 at the very end of 2020 as saturn moves into aquarius then jupiter also moves into aquarius and they meet up with one another And they do this every 20 years, but they haven't met up like this since 1842. Why? Because for over 180 years or so, Jupiter and Uranus will align in the same element. In this last period from since 1842, they've been aligning in Earth signs. But now they're going to go through what's called their great mutation in 2020, and they begin aligning in air signs. In fact, this mutation... Um, uh, of being in air um, will is much and will continue from 2020 to 2219. Um, this, this is like the air alignments of conjunctions that occur between 1226 and 1425. That's the previous air series, which was known as a period as we know as the Renaissance or the little Renaissance leading to the greater Renaissance. So hopefully it is for us too, but many have pointed to this new alignment of, Jupiter and Saturn in air signs. It's called the great chronic Head crater. This, this series of alignments is one of the major timekeeping mechanisms that astrologers have looked to for the age, to the, to the ages that many pointed this Jupiter, Saturn alignment in Aquarius as being the signal of us moving in to the age of Aquarius. Okay. Um, Oh, There's so much to talk about here, but I'll never get to it all. Just to quickly uh, maybe summarize what's going on here for the USA and then for our our president. Uh, In the USA, as you know, this last year, we were going to this very, very difficult challenge of Uranus squaring our Pluto and the issue of freedom and will was also playing out in our own real chart. That's because the USA has its Pluto in Capricorn. We were obviously born during its last time in Capricorn, the 1700s. Um, and so what, what is happening again right now is I said that the major influence that's a- occurring in the USA chart is Saturn going over our Venus and Jupiter and then over our sun next year. But also a very interesting uh, aspect that I'll talk more about on the blog is that the planet Neptune now moving through Pisces is forming an aspect to the USA Saturn. It's called an in-conjunct. It's 150 degrees apart, one to another. And the last time this particular aspect occurred in our chart was 1854-55. Saturn in the USA chart is said to be emblematic of the fact that our founding principle is that the USA is a country founded upon a compact of equals. We came together to form this self-government. And that these patterns and rules of our interrelationships with one another would be inscribed and protected not by a king but by the law and in the usa therefore the law would be or became king and no one would be above the law Um, but our very foundational document as we all know the constitution based upon amazing and wonderful and and hard hard hard-fought cherished ideals of human spiritual awakening also encoded some of the most pernicious, vile, and anti spiritual so called laws and principles, too. The most horrible of these was the legalization of slavery for a particular kind of racial type. And for the purposes of maintaining economic and political power for those slave states, we counted slaves as two thirds of a person for purposes of representation of those slave states. Well, in Nep- Neptune was going over Saturn in 1854-55, and that was when the Kansas-Nebraska Act was passed, whereby they kicked the can down the road of deciding whether states should be slave or free from here on out. They said, well, you determine it. And so it led to people rushing into the states, bloody Kansas and other places in terms of people trying to pack the states with people who would vote whether to make it slave or free. In other words, rather than those great leaders and less great leaders in that time biting the bullet and saying, we've got to resolve this thing, and maybe they could never have done so in a legal way. Um, they put off this, and one could say that this decision that was taken in this same period in 1854, 55, that we're now going through, set the stage for the great battles that were to come in the 1860s in our Civil War. Let us hope it doesn't come to something like that, but something it's, something is still in the air right now in terms of people's notion of, who who has rights, who has equal rights, what is the meaning of America, all these things seem to resonate and have a kind of resonance with what was going on then in the late or the mid 1850s in our country. And then when I look at Donald Trump's chart, just to finish this off and then we'll get to your questions Um, In looking at what was going on in his chart last year, he had, as we know, some pretty big aspects. Pluto going over his Jupiter and Uranus over his Saturn. And so he was facing tests of power. And the idea of power is that it's not yours. It's given to you to exercise in service of the family or company or country you serve. And you can't say it's yours. You have to serve it well Um, and that was a test for him this last year as well as Uranus going over Saturn him being an iconoclast and breaking boundaries and norms and doing what he's always done is also what would have been a very strong characterization of him in that year but this year the particular aspect in Donald Trump's chart is that Saturn now moving through Capricorn is going to be opposite his Mercury while it squares is Neptune. Well, that just illustrates that Donald Trump was born with Mercury in square to Neptune. And as I talked about in his analysis of his chart in 2017, a Mercury Neptune person has a vivid imagination, is very creative, but they make stuff up. They tell stories and they can get so caught up in their stories and myth making and storytelling that you can't tell what's really real. It's quite capable of someone like this, as it's obviously true for him, that you can say one thing and then an instant later say the opposite thing, and it doesn't, it doesn't at all flummox them. But now when Saturn comes along to line up with Mercury and Saturn, he'll be put to the, to the test of dealing with reality versus what he thinks, dealing with reality versus what he dreams or imagines. Um, and so it's time to sort of face this. The last time this particular aspect happened in Trump's chart was in the late eighties. That's when his debt bubble began to burst. He bought Eastern Airlines shuttle, he rebranded the Trump shuttle and it went bankrupt and the go, go eighties were now catching up to everybody as debt bubbles began to unwind and Trump's empire of casinos and real estate went through bankruptcies and only by massive infusion of very questionable loans was he able to keep going. And so The question is, did you learn from your mistakes? Are you going to repeat the errors of your past is always a question that's put before us. And that question is being put before Donald Trump once again this year in terms of, are you truthful and are your dreams or your visions reasonable? And we shall see. Well, I know you've all been holding on very patiently, as always, uh, and I don't want to keep you hanging there any longer. So I'm going to take a look and see who's been on here longest. It's uh, almost a tie, but I'll go with this individual and see who we have here. Hello? You're talking to Bill?
2: Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I have a question. My birthday is August 30th, 1961, in ATO, Greece.
1: Hold, hold, August thirtieth, nineteen sixty-one, and, and could I get a first name, please? My name is D. D. Okay, all right. Uh, August thirtieth, sixty-one. Okay,
2: A-G- and uh, AGO. AGO Greece at four a.m.
1: AGO. Now, how do you spell that? AGO.
2: A I G I O.
1: I O. Okay, Greece. Okay, and. A, I have a g. I have A g o. You say a i.
2: A i g i o. It's spelled a few ways. It's also a e g i o n. There's a few ways.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm having I'm having <laughs> trouble. I'm having trouble <laughs> finding it. Uh, uh, but I'll oh, let's just let's, I'll just do this, and then I'm sure it'll be close enough for our purposes. Okay. So so what okay. is your question?
2: My question is, I'm on a limited income. I'm on disability for physical problems, and I'm facing quite a few operations. But I want to know, is there any way that my finances could improve by some other means? Because I'm really tight. I mean, I'm making it. I'm just making it. But is there going to be opportunity for more financial income somewhere?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I I would tend to think that this is a time with your progress moon, I mean, no matter what time you know uh, we're talking here, this period you're in is one that's asking for you to make adjustments in how you manage and allocate your resources in terms of what your needs are, how you meet those needs, and then how you manage or harness or preserve your resources. That's because you're, it's a time of testing in that regard for you, and you've got to be very careful about allocation of resources. I don't see any particular influence that would increase the means you have at your disposal, so you have to make them fit better by alloc- by reallocating your 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 outflow, I guess. One yes. the only thing I could speak to there would be Jupiter's in your fourth house of home and real estate and home and family matters. So support can come to you through through your family. Or through a real estate matter that you might find yourself able to either do something with a property, refinancing it, selling it, or buying something in, in, a, in a way that puts you in a better place. So the one area that's certainly capable of growth this year is in terms of your foundations, your home, your family, or support coming from someplace like that. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm yes. sorry to hear that you've got these ongoing medical issues, but again, that was going to be the test of this life, Um, being tested in terms of health and healing and, um, and learning to create, find, find the way to heal and be healed was, was a major part of this life journey, if not the sort of the focus of this life journey that you're upon. Okay.
2: Oh, I can see by that. Yes, I can definitely see that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I I wish you the very best, Dee. Okay.
2: Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Hello. Hello, this is Hello. Bill. Who's this?
3: Hi, Bill. My name is Stacy, and my birthday is 12-26-67. And I just want to know um, if you see.
1: Do, do, you, have, uh, do you have a Roanoke. time of birth? Time of birth. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, six eighteen in the morning.
1: Okay, and where were you born?
3: Oceanside, New York.
1: Oceanside. Okay. Right around the corner from me,
3: <laughs> really okay. where are you from
1: well oh, oh, i'm I'm in new york city well i was I was raised in uh, Cold Spring Harbor, Long Island, but I live in New York City now, so yes oh wow all right so so um what what is your question for me today?
3: you know, I want to know um I guess astrologically, I was going to say when uh you see um you know, me meeting anybody that I'm going to have a connection with that I'm going to be interested in,
0: you know, uh, dating.
1: Okay. Um, and, and, um, well, again, you have to always know what you would wish to find and want to find in your life. And of course you are a Capricorn, uh, which usually indicates a long life. So you want to. You want to pace yourself, <laughs> take care of yourself because you're here for a long period. Uh, and, but when it comes to love and relationship with your Venus and Scorpio, you really and your moons in Scorpio, as you might know, too, you really are looking for something very deep and passionate in this lifetime. Um, and it's not enough to have a casual contact or a casual encounter. You're looking for something deep and profound in this life.
2: Exactly.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yet. Yet what may confuse you or confuse others at times is that what's also extremely important for relationship sustainability for you and for it's even for having any kind of meaningful period of time with somebody is it's very important, the mental or intellectual component as well. You have Gemini on your seventh house, and so you'd want a partner who is going to engage with you, talk with you, share ideas with you. Uh, help you grow intellectually equally. So it's, it's not just the passion, though that is strong. <laughs> it is also, you're looking for, you want, you want, you know, as I say, you want bread and roses. You want your mind and your heart to be satisfied in relationship as really we should all. Um, but, but getting that is not always easy, um, but it's something you certainly are speaking for. Um, I would think with Jupiter now in your 11th house of friends, which is where you, Have your Venus, by the way. Um, This is a time where I would certainly say stay social, very social. Go out. Anybody asking you to go out, to go someplace, go to a museum, go to visit, go to a party, it's an opportunity because you don't know who might be there that you might meet. So this is a time where good things will be brought to you via or through your friends. And so it's not as if it's somewhere I have to go someplace to meet somebody or I should do something to meet somebody. Just do what you love to do. Just be with your friends, and there's a very good chance you might meet somebody through the experiences of what you share and love to do anyways is how it would work. Okay?
3: Yeah, that's the way I believe. It's just you do what you like doing, and it, that's how it then Yeah, you, you
1: meet up with people who like doing it too. So friendship is key. Um, staying with, involved with your friends, also getting involved in a social cause. You could get involved in a community activity, a political cause, an environmental activity, whereby I go in that because I want to do this. It's the right thing to do. But then I meet somebody who, who shares this with me and we, we, we hit it off. So it's not as if I can just, you know, look for a date. It's like I go and do get involved in a cause or a social movement or, or preserving my community or something and it has this side benefit if I meet somebody who I could spend some time with, if not my whole life with. Again, you're a Capricorn, uh, and Saturn's in your first house now, and it's coming over your sun all this year. So this is a very serious year where you will make some pretty serious decisions in regard to uh, your life and, and who you are and who you're with. So there's every reason to believe that something can happen here with this, Okay.
0: All right. I,
3: thanks. That sounds very good.
1: Yeah, I it is you know very good. I hope you
3: did get that snow up there. Did you get
1: a oh, lot no, of we, snow or? Oh well, no, we we had we had snow, but it's it's all gone now. It was warm and it all melted, and now it's bitterly cold out there again. So we're we're bouncing around. <laughs> That's what's happening. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, it's very nice talking to you, Stacy. Okay.
3: <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Bill. Happy New Year. You're very welcome. Happy New Year to you, to you, thank you too. Thank you
1: so much. Uh, okay. Oh, bye bye. So. I. hi you're talking to bill um
3: hello bill my name is claire this? hi claire hi uh, my, well, you know my name my birth date is um, um november 8 99 and my birth time is eight thirty one a.m
1: Eight thirty one a.m and where were you born claire
3: stroudsburg pennsylvania
1: oh, stroudsburg pennsylvania you said yep Okay, and let's get that in there. <laughs> Hold on, it's it's, it's 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 giving me a hiccup here. Just one second while I get the <laughs> Straussburg in there. <laughs> uh, come on. Name. Yeah, no, no, it's just it just what happened is I didn't I didn't um it was my fault. So I, I don't blame the program. I, bring, I blame myself. I forgot to put the R in, so I was looking for Stasberg. And I said, no, though, not Stasberg, Strasbourg. Okay, there you are. Um, so what can I do for you today, Claire?
3: I just want to know what you see coming up for me in 2018, whatever you feel is important for me to know
1: Okay. in general. Um, well, again, um, as you know, the planet Jupiter. Again, we're going to keep talking about Jupiter <laughs> for many people. It's now in Scorpio. Of course, you know you're a Scorpio, uh, and it yeah. did pass over your sun just recently. Um, and so that is an. It usually is a net period of growth and expansion for an individual, where they feel like uh, I'm on. I'm in this now. This new area or this new experience of growth and expansion and good fortune is in my life that doors are opening and things are happening and I'm moving up and out there. In general, that's what forecast would say about Scorpios at this time. However, in your case, because you're really born with Sagittarius rising and Jupiter then now is for the most part now moving through your 12th house this year, I would argue that your experience of growth and expansion, though, There, somewhat for you with Jupiter back and forth over your sun in December, last year in May, and then in uh, August of this year of 18, it gets to your first house, December 2018. And I would say certainly 2019 is going to be the year you're going to feel tremendous growth, tremendous expansion, a lot of opportunity. And this year's more a year of tying up loose ends, finishing up old business, getting ready for new growth doing a lot of inner growth and inner expansion more than outer expansion at this time. That doesn't mean things are not happening. It just means this is a time where my energies are best put at, at things that are making myself ready as it were for the growth that's about to come. And so I've got to clear the decks for new action. I've got to put to rest old things. I've got to finish up old things and then bang in the end of 2018, it's like a door will slam open and I'm on my way is what it's going to feel like. Um, so I, I'm, not, I'm not saying you won't have um, some very nice experiences this year and, and good experiences this year, but certainly you're going to find a huge change of energy. As I said, the wind at your back and propelling you forward will be the feeling you'll have come December 2018. Okay? Okay.
3: Okay, that makes so much sense. Thank you so much for the reading.
1: Sure, you're very welcome. I'm good to talk to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bye Have bye a good now. Day. You too. Bye.
0: Thank hello, you. Hello, Bill. Thank you, Bill. This <laughs> is Diana. Uh, hello, you Aquarius. I tuned in like a minute before and I said maybe he has a program today, and he did.
1: And I oh, just sent thank some you.
0: messages to. <laughs> I have two friends I always listen to uh, who have also a program, and I uh-huh. sent your program to them because you're in their league, the three of you. You're just great. Oh, and wonderful. the funny thing, I'm sorry, I, I usually talk slow, and I don't go fast, fast, but I am today. Claire birth, Claire's birthday and mine are the same, but it's a different year. Oh, eight On November, okay. 8th, 9, November 8th, 1949, oh, well, and yes, I was born – right. Yeah you you have me there and she was I, born well, in the morning mhm uh-huh. and i was born at 2:10 in the morning so I and where, and where were you
1: born in, again Di- where were you born again diana buenos aires ah i think i remember you <laughs> yes you do i've spoken to you
0: three times and i missed your program with Suzanne, but i have it down to listen to
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, we had fun. We, we did a little of the, the year looking ahead, like I did today, a little bit more today than I did with her. And then we took in a lot of phone calls, and it was kind of, kind of wonderful um, listening to her do her work, and she listening to me do my work, and depending upon what the uh, caller wanted to, to look at or listen to hear about. So what, what is, what's, what's going on with you? What do you want to talk about today?
0: I want to say that I really love when you tell us about what's happening and that oh, uh-huh. is an integral part. I love to talk to you, and I want to talk to you today. But even if you didn't, it's great because you are informing us, you're teaching us. Like you said, it's going to go into Aquarius soon.
1: In right. what yeah. six years? Yeah, twenty so, yeah. in twenty uh, twenty. Like, yeah, in, in two in two years. Uh, in yeah. twenty twenty, we'll have we'll have Jupiter and Saturn line up at the end of. So it's really three years from now. We'll have that Jupiter-Saturn alignment in Aquarius and uh, the beginning of a new series of Jupiter-Saturn alignments for over 200 years and, and in air, air signs. It'll be quite remarkable. Um, I, I, I love talking, obviously writing the blog. I write about these things now for many years and now this radio show for the last year. Um, and I also have a, a number of students who are studying with me astrology because they wanted to understand my approach and how it works. So I'm also doing that for people as well, one-on-one. Um, and of course much of my day every day is I do readings like one-on-one with people. They come for, you know, an hour and a half session to start. Usually some people do two and a half hours to start. And it's, it's quite remarkable. This, this science, this art that I, I hold so dearly. Um, it really saved my life when I found it. And I, I love helping other people. And that's what it's all about. So um, I'm glad you enjoy it's it too. It's saving
0: mine. Yeah. Yeah. It's saving yeah. mine. This spirituality is what's making me hold on to when I thought all hope was lost. I don't right. even know if I'm going to make it through this year. Uh, oh. I, we've spoken a few times and I know that I'm facing a lot of you know, topsy-turviness and spinning of the wheel without pausing long enough. Right. Do you see anything that I need to know, Bill? And would you repeat your phone number today if you want to or... uh... I'll write you on oh,
1: Facebook sure. otherwise. Oh, oh, sure, sure. People can always reach me. It's easy just to Google my, Google my name, and it comes up in many different ways that you could reach me, either by email, which is just my name, Bill, and then at Tried. So it's the two names, Bill and at Tried, at gmail.com is just email me. Or people can call me at my office number, which is 646 and four zero one zero one five five if they want to Try talk it. with me briefly or, or set up and having an appointment. Um that's that's what I do. Um as far and thank you. And and as far as as, as you're concerned, um I I I understand that you, you are faced with some difficulties here and challenges, but I would hold out the the very real hope for you now uh, in looking at your chart that with your progressed Sun drawing ever closer to your natal Jupiter in your sixth house of health and healing that there you could find that there may be some very special agent agencies and energies that begin to begin begin to manifest themselves if not this year certainly into next year because of that once in a lifetime alignment that's coming for you so that is something that you can hope for and believe in at the same time your progressed moon is still moving through Sagittarius still moving through that sign of of what is truth and what to believe in what is our science or religion or philosophy that guides our footsteps in this world and so this is an excellent time for you to keep reading and studying and traveling in your mind and body to explore those frames of reference that give us peace of mind i would certainly encourage you um and if you are interested in suggested reading list i have a huge library of books that i recommend to people depending upon what they're interested in, Um, some very old, great classical works, as well as some more modern pieces that help, you know, re-distill down these essential teachings so people can sort of understand what we are to take from the great masters who've come before and the present-day teachers now um, that can guide, our again, our steps on this planet so we stay on the, the right path for for our own growth as well as for the benefit of the entire planet um so yes this is a time where seeking for truth exploring the truth that's the focus of your life right now okay
0: thank you so much bill i will try to call you very soon and i do appreciate your programs you're very you know
1: thank you Thank you very much. It's support-
0: <laughs> okay. Supportive is the word I was looking for. You're very okay. supportive. Okay. And, and, and
1: again, I'm going to try to have more programs like do this more frequently, like every two or three weeks or something like that. So you'll be hearing a lot more from me, hopefully. Okay? <laughs>
0: Peace and grace.
1: Okay. To you as well. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello. It's Bill. Who's this?
3: <clears throat> Hello. Hello. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. i got a my throat. It's um, okay, it's okay. <laughs> um, I do astrology, so um, but I have a particular interest, uh, of uh, a particular curiosity about an aspect. Okay. So I'll go ahead and give you my stats. Oh,
1: sure, sure. So what's your birthday? Oh, what's your name?
3: Allison, March 15, 1957.
1: Allison, March 15, 1957? Uh-huh. Okay. Correct. And the time?
3: 11:48 a.m. Berkeley, California.
1: And Berkeley, California. Okay. Are you doing? Are you still out there?
3: Oh God, no.
1: Okay, good. God, it's no. Just checking. I just, I, I have clients <laughs> no, I who. Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> you couldn't pay me to live in that state, and I okay, knew okay, that on. seriously. Okay.
1: Okay. Great. Well, because um, no, it's been it's been it's been quite affected by lately with all the the, the fires oh. and the rains, and oh my God, it's just like it's like biblical anyways um what is the aspect you're talking about a natal aspect in your chart that you're wondering what it indicates uh,
3: no the transit no 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 oh, oh okay
1: okay 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 and and then following,
3: I follow, yeah, I'm following especially the Uranus and uh Saturn and the um Jupiter, um and the Neptune, which is about my uh mid which is okay. a pretty powerful thing, right there.
1: Yes, that that's that's it's well again it's in 17 into 18 it's it's squaring your Neptune Saturn and then it comes over your midheaven right. so you're you're in a and then yep. it continues because then then it goes to, to going over your your Mercury so you're you're just in a yep. a very long prolonged Neptunian time here. Um, yep. From 17 into the 2020s, uh, it's just not yep. stopping.
2: <laughs> yep.
3: and then that and then the, the transit of Uranus is going to be opposing my natal Neptune, so there's a whole lot of Neptunian um, issue <laughs> type stuff going on in my chart yes. for quite a while. A lot. Yes, it is. A lot.
1: It is a lot. No, that 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 can happen depending upon how, of course, the chart's configured. If given that Neptune's in Pisces now and moving, therefore, in alignment with all other planets that one might have or positions in mutable signs, it will yeah. touch those. And so it's touched yep. the Saturn, we'll touch the midheaven, then the Venus, then the Mercury. Meanwhile, go over yep. your moon, go over your Jupiter. It's, yep. it's pretty, it's pretty un, 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 unrelenting here. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it is.
3: It is but
1: but you, it. but you are a Pisces. This is your planet. So hallelujah. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> okay. So, all that, you know, I, you know, and I know it's very complex. I know astrology, so I know the complexity. And, you know, can't speak just to one planet. You have to think of all the aspects and transits and everything else. But the gist yeah. of, yeah. yes. of my question is, is, is um, all things sort of condensed. Is this a good year to start my own business? And stop oh, working bo- for other people, which I never should have been
0: doing to begin with.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, um, it, it is... It is Again, one would say that people would argue that Neptune, given that it dissolves things, means things are fuzzier and less clear. And therefore, one has to be careful that one doesn't veer into the weeds or into false pathways or bad pathways. That's what one is warned against with Neptune. And yet it's equally true that it opens up our vision to see what we are failing to see Mm -hmm. and understand what could be, because now I see it's real, or could be real, yeah, and I, that's right. what I would take the Neptune to Saturn for you. Yeah. If if your Saturn has been, as it is for many people, that which defines reality, and therefore that's all I see, and I see nothing else, and I'm here with Saturn, the sixth house being tested regarding the lifestyle I create, the work style I mm-hmm. work in, the kind of people mm-hmm. I work with or for, and it is yep. where I fulfill myself, but also limit myself. Then Neptune would be asking of you going over your Saturn. Redream dream your reality believe in a different yep. reality you must take concrete steps to make it so but this is the year you're yeah. more able to let go of your fear
3: mm-hmm. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. if you have a true and well-founded faith now i don't say oh gee i'm going to become a brain surgeon but i have no training that's not a that's not a reasonable dream <laughs> but <laughs> but if one but if one has grounded oneself and has acquired various skill sets and says, sees that what I'm doing is the very cause of my suffering and I can, I can let this go. I made this reality, but that's the good mm-hmm. news. I can let it go and create a new reality, given what I now know. Certainly Neptune, I would say Neptune going over Saturn says let go of fear, and I would say Neptune coming over the midheaven, if a person's mm-hmm. on their path says it's time to believe in the dream and pursue the mm-hmm. dream of one's life. Mm -hmm. Again, presuming a person isn't out of sorts, out of balance, and not dealing with life in also pragmatic terms. But everything else being equal, I would say believe in yourself, Alison. Believe in your dreams. Pursue your dreams. It's time.
3: Yeah. It's a challenging aspect because it is that uh, Neptune and Saturn are so fundamentally different in nature. (sighs) And they're, and then well, they're, actually, and of course then actually they're square,
1: all the square makes the way, it even
0: more. Challenging. Well, well, the
1: way I look at it, they're not fundamentally different. They are all part of nature, and each has a role to play. And when held in apart from each other or seen in conflict, they will be. But when I see they're necessary to each other, we all dream of a world. We make it so. It becomes our self-fulfillment, but inherently also our self-limitation if we were to stay in it forever. So, of course, we serially have to dissolve and let go of that reality to keep making a new one. As long as we stay in motion, we are living spirit. The second we get caught and ossified and crystallized, we are truly dying. And so Mm. it says move. Think of yourself as spirit dancing through forms. You're not the form. You're the spirit. Right. I understand. No, okay. so what I okay. meant was
3: no. What I meant <laughs> was that the the planet and the planets themselves, Saturn and Neptune are very different in their nature individually. But of course, they have a part of the collective whole. Right, right. They, I, they can't and, be looked at individually. I, I as yeah. a the Pisces, a Pisces with a lot, a lot of Pisces in my chart, and then also the Cancer rising, which puts a lot of emphasis on my Moon as well. Um, you know, I understand all that kind of stuff. You know, the overall, um, you know, collective unconsciousness Mm -hmm. is something that, you know, very
1: um, kind of an easy language for me to negotiate and traverse. So
3: anyway, OK, well,
1: well, again, again, with with Neptune, your ruler in your fifth house, which is the house of creative self-expression, leadership and love, your path in life was to end up loving what you did. You're supposed to love your profession, love your career not not be suffering in it at all.
3: Mm-hmm. That's, easy, that's easy to say to, to somebody who no. doesn't have Saturn in the search. No, 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 I have people, no, 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 no,
1: no. Don't worry, Saturn just makes <laughs> things real, which is very good, but you're meant, to dream, you're, most, you're meant to follow your dreams and pursue your dreams and they can come true. Again, <laughs> Neptune's calling for you to do that now, so good luck yeah, with that, right. okay? Yeah, thank okay. you very
3: much. Thanks a lot. Enjoy. You're welcome.
1: Now. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.
3: Okay, see you. Bye-bye.
1: Yep. Oh, gee, we're going to run out of time here. Let me find one more person here who, I'm sorry, I got to you so late. Who's this?
3: Hi, this is Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Um, I'm feeling kind of lost. I'm a restless Aries. I, um, oh, no. Oh, no. I, Yeah.
1: What, what's, what, we're gonna, I'm going to run out of time here soon, so let me get you. What's your birth date?
3: 4 uh, 14
1: Okay, and the time?
3: 2 p.m. in Chicago.
1: Okay. Um, I know this is going to cut me off because it's only an hour-long show. I should make these shows longer, uh, <laughs> but we've got two minutes, so let's see what we got here.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, and when it cuts me off, I apologize. So you say, what's the, what's the question you have for me today?
3: Um, I feel lost. I just moved cross-country back to my hometown here in Chicago, and nothing's going right. I've been constantly sick. I can't find a job. I can't find an apartment. I was previously self-employed six years, or 12 years, and just I just feel like the rugs got completely run pulled out from under me over the last year. I have not been able to establish reestablish myself.
1: Wow. Okay. Um... I'm looking to see what what influences might be to bear with this. And uh, hold on, let me just – It's. I know it's going to cut me off. I don't say something soon here. Let me just look at the bigger influences. Um, so you made this change back in 17? In you moved back? Is
3: yeah, in October. Okay. Okay. Right after the um, new moon. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, You are meant to be stretching yourself into new realms of self-expression and creativity and leadership now. Saturn's in your fifth house. So having made those realignments of what you commit to in terms of place or location, now you need to see how you can move yourself into a new role in the world or a new place or stage of expressing a role that you're already in. These are things that are meant to happen at this time for you. Um, So the opportunities should present themselves. Um, and I don't understand why they're not quite as yet. Um, but certainly they, Saturn just got in there. So you should find this is a time to believe in stretching yourself into something new. Okay.
2: Oh, yeah. That makes there, sense. there
1: goes our time. If you want to give me a call, Sharon, please do so. But I, am afraid the show is going to cut me off. So I say hello, say, say goodbye to everybody. And I look forward to talking to you all very soon. Bye Thank for now. You, bye-bye. bye-bye.